I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is made possible thanks to Black Ballad's membership community. To find out how to join our community of professionally ambitious, socially conscious and culturally curious black women, visit the link in our show notes. Loyal listeners... I know you had to wait a while for the second season of The Survival Guide. So as a reward for your patience and unwavering support, I hope you've rated and reviewed us. We have some bonus episodes to extend your enjoyment of this season. First up, I spoke with Naima Costa, mother and author of two novels, her critically acclaimed debut, Halsey Street, and the New York Times bestselling, What's Mine and Yours. Both of her books contain mother figures who are flawed, to say the least. And I love a flawed character, so I was excited to get into conversation with her about writing flawed characters and the truth in her fiction that reflect the reality of motherhood and life. I read What's Mine and Yours last year, and I enjoyed it. It's about two families and two mothers who find themselves on opposite sides of a fierce battle around the integration of a high school in North Carolina. Both mothers are dealing with catastrophic losses and in trying to protect their children and doing what they think is best for each of their families, they make certain decisions that reverberate across two decades. One of the mothers in What's Mine and Yours is Jade, a determined black woman who will not allow her loss to derail the life she wants for her son, G. Jade embodies the idea of survival in motherhood sometimes to the detriment of the emotional connection she has with G. While this podcast is called The Survival Guide, many of us will be familiar with the ways that the strong black woman archetype actually works against us. But in contrast, as mothers, what other choice do we have but to be strong for our children's sake? I asked Naima about these ideas of strength, survival, and the determination to just push through the hard parts of life. Well, I love the character Jade in my book. I have a lot of admiration for her. I identify with her. Sometimes I think readers give her a hard time because of the things that she misses or doesn't do. But I think as a mom, I I 
reflect all the time on what I know how to do and what I don't know how to do um, for my kid. And I'm always trying to grow that. But she's someone who suffers a terrible loss and feels like the grief is enough to sink her family um, and wants to make sure that what they've lost and what happens to them doesn't shape her son's future, um, which I think is in many ways, beautiful and powerful because she steps up and not all parents are able to do that. Not all parents do that for their kids. And she really does step up and try to figure out how to give her son um, a future and a life. But just like she doesn't know how to give herself space to grieve and to be vulnerable and be soft. She doesn't know how to create that space for her son either. And I think this is something that I've seen in my family that I understand. Like I understand the the difficult circumstances people have just had to push through. And like I have my life in many ways because of that. I've got some other stuff too, that like, you know, like some, some wounds um, and some things I don't know how to do. But I also, I understand the the pressure that led to those choices you know I grew up in a family where we just didn't talk about hard things or if we did we turned them into like a funny story like a funny family legend and only in adulthood would I hear a story and say that's terrible like you all went through that that is rough you know like and we find ways of dealing with it whether it's humor or not talking about it or putting it down um and as a mother, I found myself with some of the space to do that processing and grieving, like some of the time, like some of the resources, some of the education. So I try to do that for myself and for my daughter, but I've definitely carried with me um, that survival, push through it mentality. And I just tapped into that in the postpartum period, like things were so hard. And instead of saying like, what can I change or how can I get help? I was just like, things are hard now. This is what we're doing. Um, and didn't think very much about how to take care of myself. I thought a lot about how to take care of my daughter um, and how to protect her. But even after all my therapy, it took a long time to realize that my wellness and her wellness, at least right now, can't be disentangled. Um, and that, you know, my saying like, I can do it, I can do it, I can get us through this, um, wasn't a service to me. Um, which at some level I was used to. I was used to doing things that did not serve me. Um, and also it wasn't a service to her, but it took a long time and it took other people to point that out to me. Although I had already written Jade and like written this book, you know, it was different when it was my own life. Well, I think I was prepared for motherhood to be hard um, because so many of the women in my family constantly spoke about that and spoke about motherhood mostly in terms of its limits. So I think I felt very prepared for some of the limitations that would come in terms of my time, my ability to pursue things that were important to me. Um, I think that I wasn't as connected to the pleasure and joy that 
I might experience. I felt like I was stealing myself up for a tough road in the months leading up to motherhood. I was excited to meet my daughter, but I was also preparing myself. And, you know, um, my therapist actually said to me, she was like, you know, you're going to have fun too. And you're going to, and you're going to like her. Um, And she was right. But I think that I hadn't seen that reflected very much around me. And so I wasn't anticipating it. I was mostly anticipating the hard stuff. One of the things that I personally feel makes motherhood hard is that so often it's hard to find the dividing line between yourself and your child. Everything you do feels like it's in service to them, often to the point of deprioritizing your own needs and desires. This can blossom into conflict later on in life where mothers feel like they've sacrificed so much or made hard decisions for their kids who refuse to understand that, while their kids feel like the choices that were made were ultimately selfish or detrimental and their mothers refuse to understand that. This tension is definitely felt in the lives of the two mothers Jade and Lacey May and the children in Naima's book. I asked Naima about these dividing lines between mothers and their children. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, because I didn't feel loved by my mother and felt abandoned in so many ways, I think, you know, my daughter's only been alive for two years, so I'm still working on this. But I think I did a hard correct in the other direction where I was like, I'm going to be so present and she's gonna know um how much I love her um but you know like how she feels about herself I know will be shaped about how she sees me feeling myself and how I treat myself even at like the most basic levels like if she's the one who's bathed and whose hair is done and who's fed and well slept and then mommy is like you know hasn't even cared for her body or found a way to do that um that'll send her a message about like who she is or what it is to be a woman or what it is to be a mother and to be in this world um and you know I think so much about how to show her that she's valued at home so that she can carry that out into a world where she will not always be valued. And I know that part of that is seeing me value myself, but it's a constant process for me too. Um, it's a very constant process. And it's sometimes such basic things like eating and showering, um, trying to move my body, but it's also other things too, like setting boundaries in my life that help me feel good about myself. So that I can um, model that for her. It's doing work that matters to me, even if it means I spend less time with her, right? She sees mommy close the door and say like, I'm going to write now, (laughs) goodbye. But it's difficult because I think I have a sense of, I have my own trauma and and my own sense of what can be lost um, in the life and mind of a daughter. And so, you know, that's always present, even if, you know, my daughter is not me and the family I've created is different than um, my family of origin. But I think the past is always with me, which is partially what I write about so much, how the past is always with us as we move through time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, so let's talk about trauma. Let's talk about grief in particular, because both times I went through childbirth, I was experiencing grief of different kinds. And a part of me was very concerned about how what I was feeling would transmit to my newborn babies. I was told that babies are sponges, they soak up everything from you, including your emotional state. And navigating that stage of motherhood both times felt really hard. And I know Naima had her own grief to deal with. Well, I'm definitely still learning. But one of the things I'm learning is how to create space to be with my grief. Um, even if I don't want to. Um, and, and even if um, my grief scares me because I feel like I've had examples of people who were so consumed in my family life, so consumed by what happened to them, like traumas that they weren't able to be present for their children. So that possibility, I think, terrifies me. But I try to find ways to process what I'm carrying. Um, and I have to remind myself to do it because the emotions, you know, there's that saying the emotions go somewhere. And that's true. Like they they show up one way or another. So I one thing that I do um, is I try to write what I'm feeling and I find that that's helpful like I do a lot of rage journaling <laughs> it's just like um just so that I'm not walking through the world irritable you yeah. know like or I'm a little less irritable because I got it out in my rage journaling I do think that the fiction is an outlet for me although um my books don't tell the story of my life or the events of my life I do think the fiction allows me to have control over experiences and emotions and realities that are always there and always buzzing in my mind. So I think that that's one of the ways I take care of myself. I've been an off and on runner and I do find that the running also helps me when I divorce it from anything else, but like, I'm going to feel better after this, like divorce it from any kind of body modification or like any, you know, just like I'm doing this because it is good for me. Yeah. Um, 
but I have found that I need those like controlled moments of release so that I'm not just carrying the feelings with me because I can't just will myself to be like more patient or more upbeat or more pleasant when there are real burdens that have to be in some way released at least in part at least for a little bit I think for a long time I just thought I could like power through something like have the willpower to be cheerier or whatever um and I think there's some permission and freedom in that too it's such a heavy burden to be told that you can't feel what you feel because it might um affect your kid which I don't think is true right like you still get the fullness of your humanity and experience um you still get your feelings and that's different than how you interact with and love your child you know what I think sometimes and excuse me while I get on my soapbox mothers are not afforded humanity but rather than be dehumanized we're often deified put on this impossible pedestal where we cannot afford to make a wrong step and we are judged heavily for choices that others deem inappropriate or incompatible with motherhood. I think this is often why messy mothers in literature and film, women who have children but are emotionally complicated, obviously flawed and often make decisions that make people feel uncomfortable, get such strong reactions from audiences But I think that not only are these sometimes unlikable characters realistic, they're often very necessary. Yeah, I don't understand readers who who talk about unlikable characters, because I think that that's that's sort of why I read. I want to read about complicated, messy people. And I also say, like, well, who's in your life? And like, what if we wrote a book about you? Like, aren't we all unlikable sometimes some moments in the day some weeks or years of our life you know and that's um you know the things we struggle with are are part of our our story Naima's novel what's mine and yours is available now and you can find a link to purchase it in our show notes thanks for listening to this bonus episode of black ballad presents the survival guide Please rate and review if you haven't already and share this episode with a mom who loves books as much as I do. This is a Black Ballad production and the theme music for this podcast is by Darrell Banks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.